You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, keep it real, and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. We are celebrating our four-year anniversary. And to celebrate for the rest of 2022, we will be sharing some of our favorite and most listened to podcast episodes over the last four years. Taking the stroll down memory lane has been so incredible to see the amount of growth that this show has truly had, and I cannot wait to share some of our most popular episodes with all of you. So enjoy this stroll down memory lane. Enjoy the awkward moments of those beginning episodes. Enjoy the impactful stories from some of our favorite guests. And we will return in 2023 with new fresh episodes. And until then, happy birthday to us. It's the holiday season and I have got a gift for you that will keep giving all year long. And I've decided to extend my Black Friday offer because it's too good not to keep sharing. Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters is a community uniquely created for working moms to connect, learn, and support each other through business and motherhood. This is a space where you can show up with your baby who refuses to nap strapped to your chest, where you can excuse yourself from a live call to deal with a blowout, or take a moment to vent about how hard or wonderful motherhood has been. Where you can BRB while you chase around your newly walking toddler that's getting into all the things during a training session without anyone batting an eye. Where you can show up with your weird mom bun and sit kids in the background and break through on some of your biggest business blocks. Where you can celebrate the highs and lows of business right alongside the highs and lows of motherhood. Where you will learn fundamental business tools, tips, and tricks and are backed by unwavering support from women who understand you. And we've got a seat at the table with your name on it. Through the end of the year, you can now join Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters for only $27 a month. Head to the link in the show notes to learn more. Your bossy village is waiting. One of the most exciting things that I have got to do through Boss Ladies and Babies platform and everything that I've been working towards is become a published author. And writing a book, co-authoring it with one of my best friends and another powerhouse boss lady that I would have never met without this opportunity was such an exciting and fun way to really expand what I thought was possible for my business. And so for the last flashback episode of this year, I wanted to share the episode that I recorded with Mickey and Whitney 
all three of us co-authored the Millennials Guide for Working Parents, and we jumped on the podcast together to share our experience, what it was like writing a book, how it felt to be published authors, and you can just hear the excitement in our voices because this was such a cool opportunity that we all got to do together. And so I had to reshare this as the last flashback episode for the year. I look forward to seeing everybody next year for season five of the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you haven't yet, make sure you go check out our book, The Millennial's Guide for Working Parents. You can find it on Amazon or wherever books are sold. I'll drop that link in the show notes. Happy New Year. Cannot wait to see what 2023 brings for all of us. Hello, Mickey and Whitney. Oh my gosh, you guys, we wrote a freaking book. (laughs) (laughs) We are published authors. I'm so excited. I want to hear all about how you guys feel, talk about how we feel. But before we get into everything, why don't you guys both introduce yourselves and just like, how do you feel? I can go first. So I am Whitney Hawthorne, founder of The Savvy Working Mom and also VP of Customer Support for a multi-billion dollar company here in the U.S. And in this moment, I feel all the feels. Like every single emotion is running through me from joy to anxiety to relief, guilt. Like I'm kind of feeling everything. And I so I don't even know where to start to answer that question. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, so my name's Mickey and I used to co-host with Megan. So maybe my voice is a little familiar. Um, (laughs) right now I, I just got a full-time job as a school librarian. So my world is like insane. And when I tell you that like things happen for a reason, this book, like, now I need my copy so I can like go through and like just highlight everything and remind myself of everything that all three of us has said because yeah life has gotten very crazy but um I'm excited and I don't know I think I'm kind of like not in denial necessarily but like I can't believe that it's really happening I think until I'm gonna have it in my hand yeah yeah I agree I feel like I, I don't know. It's like, I like blacked out while I was writing it. Cause I'm like, what did I write? Like, I actually don't really remember what I said or like what's in there. It just, it feels like it was so long ago, but it really wasn't. And it's just like, I feel kind of vulnerable that it's going to be out there. Yeah. And I don't know. It's going to be so cool. It's been such a fun experience. Yeah, it's definitely been an interesting experience and Mickey congrats on the job on, Thank you. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Thanks. And I agree. It's been, it's been wild. A lot of ups and downs, I think in any big project, anything that you're going to do that you put out into the world, your most honest and authentic self, right? It does create a certain level of vulnerability and, and a lot of ups and downs. Cause I do think when we each wrote, we all brought our own voice to it and our own stories and we're very, honest with how we approach things. And I know the three of us don't necessarily align to society's ideas of what motherhood looks like, um, especially like what motherhood looks like in the movies, if you're a working mom. <laughs> um, and so that it's a little, yeah, it makes it, it makes you feel vulnerable. I feel a little vulnerable too. That's one of the feels that I'm having as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to get into all of this, like co-authoring and everything that was involved in it, but I'd like to dive in 
to this and kind of reflect on our stories prior to being authors, like our lives pre-published authors. Like, let's talk about how we each got here and how, like, how did you guys feel when you got the offer and what do you hope to see happen next? So Whitney, do you want to go first and then Mickey and then I'll go? Sure. That sounds great. So last year, 2020 was a lot of life for me. I, so I, I founded the Savvy Working Mom when I had my first son about three years ago. And um, last year I had my second son and probably final son, um, final child, unless we adopt because after that, we're going to be outnumbered and two is just enough. Two is <laughs> enough for me. Um, but last year, 2020, right, I got promoted into this role where I had thousands of people reporting into me. Um, I had a baby in the middle of a pandemic, like pushed with the N95 on, the whole deal. Oh, uh, and then we relocated from Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, to Salt Lake City, Utah. And it was just a lot of life in one year. But we managed through it. And then after our relocation, my son started to get sick. Um, he kind of had like a mystery illness and we didn't know what it was. And so we were looking for answers to that. And what I found for me is when I'm really struggling in one area of my life, if I can find something fun and exciting and joyful, it just helps to balance it out. So I'm not only thinking about the bad thing, mm -hmm. right? And I will call it a bad thing. It's not a good thing. Um, and so earlier in the year, I put it out there in the universe, right? I, and I believe, I do believe in manifesting and putting things out there. Earlier in the year of 2021, I put out there, like, I just need a big project. I need something outside of work, outside of my son that I can just focus in on. And I got asked to do a TEDx talk, wow. which was amazing. Like I didn't apply. Someone just approached me about it. And that was really good and distracting. Then that ended and my son, we were still trying to figure out what was going on with him, lots of hospital visits, all that. And then, uh, then you know, I was approached about this book. Um, Jen reached out, Jen, who, who was kind of like the initiator of all this for us, reached out, was like, hey, so here's, a, here's an idea. Would you be interested in this? And I was like, yes, this is the project. This is another project, something I can really pour myself into to help create a little bit of joy and distract me from, um, you know, from everything else that's going on. And it was, it was a very interesting process getting it done. I'm so happy to have met both Megan and Mickey. It's just great to meet other women who are really out there championing mothers. Cause I believe we need more moms in leadership and we need more moms who are thriving. Cause when we do better, our families are happier, our places of work are more profitable and, you know, our communities improve. So when we do better, it's good. So just great to meet other women and be able to be so involved with other women who are putting it out there. And that was kind of what brought me to it, right? Mm -hmm. So that Savvy Working Mom, a new big project and right in the wheelhouse, the thing that I believe we need more of, which is support for working moms. Yeah. I don't even know if I answered your question now. I feel like I'm just Heck yeah, no, going you on. did. I feel like I didn't know like a lot of this about you because yeah. we've been so focused on like working on the book that we haven't really got to know each other personally. So I, yeah, I love, I'm like sitting here like, yes, I love this. <laughs> How about oh you, gosh. Mickey? Okay. Um, I'm like, where to begin? Um, well, we were approached by Jen during one of our podcasts. We were um, guests on her podcast, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Now yep. I don't even remember. It feels like a lifetime ago. Um, and I, it's just so exciting because I feel like um, motherhood just has not been what I 
envisioned before I had kids. I mean, it never really is, but it's hard, like really hard. And I, you know, I was a, I'm still like a stay at home mom, but now I have a job, I guess. Um, but staying home with the kids and everything just took a huge toll on my mental health. And I just noticed that um, I'm just kind of an open person anyway. So I would like write about it on social media. And I had so many people reach out and like commiserate with me or like, oh, you, you know, inspired me to go talk to someone or whatever. Um, so I really tried to focus that like openness and mom support into, I have um, my fixer ups and sippy cups Instagram, which is kind of quiet now because I'm working so much, but um, that and with boss ladies and babies that I did for like three years, almost three years, um, just surrounding myself with this community of supportive, amazing, strong women who also aren't afraid to like fail and we're not afraid to struggle and share that because no one is perfect and we're all just totally winging it so to be able to like yeah meet with you two or like come together and put all of our experiences and knowledge and tips and all of that into one thing just feels like such such a unique amazing opportunity and I yeah I just I think people are really gonna benefit from it yeah, I feel like we've created like a manifesto for the mom out there, like in any yeah. position, because we're all in such different places. Like mm-hmm. we are all moms who work, but not, none of our stories are even remotely similar. So the perspectives that we were able to bring to this, I feel like are so vast that it's for anybody. It's going to be for anybody. Mm-hmm. I will never forget when we did that podcast with Jen and mm-hmm. I was having such a crap day. Like my husband and I were like in a fight right before, (laughs) like things were not going good that day. I was like, okay, I'm going to just like pull myself together. I was doing the podcast in my car because something with my cat was like going to the vet for him. I don't, I don't remember the logistics, but I remember it was like a horrendous day. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to pull it out for this podcast and be done with it. And we do the podcast. And I remember Jen being like, Oh, you guys are great. You know, um, would you, I have like the, these millennials guides. I would love to have you involved. And we were like, Oh, cool. Like a, a blog post or like some kind of social media thing. So we agreed to it. And then we get a book deal. And I just remember being in complete shock and just, I feel like I acted like a little kid, like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to write a book. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a published author. Like this was a big deal. And earlier in the year, cause this was what early spring, I think when this all went down. Mm-hmm. So earlier in the year with the new year's resolutions, I wrote out my dream list of what I was going to accomplish with my business. Cause I really started like driving boss ladies and babies in the coaching space and the online education space more than just the podcast. And I have the, the post-it note right here, literally write a book is like, seventh on the list of 10. And I didn't think it was going to be this year. I thought that it would be, you know, in the next five years, if I was lucky. Mm -hmm. And I was in complete shock. Like, I think Whitney, you said something about manifesting and it's just like, I just wrote it out of my brain onto a post-it note and it came into existence. And now in a few days, we're going to be published authors. And I'm just like, so proud of us. I just, 
we've taken our experiences and we've created something so special. And so the fact that we were approached to be co-authors, like obviously Mickey and I know each other, Whitney, you were a complete stranger to us at the beginning. It was really exciting at this idea of collaborating with, with you guys. Right. And it's just been so interesting to see all of our perspectives throughout the book from our different stages of life. What, how do you guys feel like bringing your experience to the table? I think that was the most exciting part for me. Uh, at first, I was like co-author. I've never co-authored it, co-authored anything. Like it just, I don't know, trying to get my head around it. But when I think about motherhood as a journey, we are all on such different paths, and we all have such different stories. Um, that I was really excited about the idea of three different women bringing their stories forward and their advice forward because we're going to reach more people. We'll be able to come up with solutions that service more women than if it was just my particular point of view or Megan's or Mickey's. So I was, that part was really, really exciting for me um, because I do think what we've written is going to help a lot of people thrive, help a lot of people, women, especially live better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, I always have this like kind of imposter syndrome going on because while I stayed home with my kids, I still had a small business that I run from home, like an Etsy shop. And um, I think I underestimate how much work I have actually done and put into that and how many clients I've had and that kind of thing. So I was like, oh, am I, I'm not really like a working mom, but the whole thing, I think I found really empowering and it made me feel good that I do have things to contribute and my experience is unique. And there are people out there that can relate to what I'm going through. And my kids are a little bit older than both of yours. So it's like a whole nother, whole nother ball game with like <laughs> school age kids. And yeah, so I, I went into it feeling like a little hesitant and like, am I going to be able to contribute anything? And I'm coming out of it feeling very like proud. Yeah. Yeah. And you should be. You yeah. should be. Yeah. And the cool thing about the book, which was so unique is that you don't read it cover to cover if you don't want to, like it's, you guys will see when it's out, but there are challenges instead of chapters and you can go to your challenge that you're specifically experiencing and then flip right to solutions for that challenge, which makes it so cool because if somebody is in a position that touches on where each of the three of us are, they can get all of our three perspectives for that one person's challenge, which is interesting. And I, I, I was like kind of thrown off by that at first because I wasn't expecting it, but it, it turned out to be really incredible, especially with the co-authoring and with the publishing process. Now it's not really what I expected. I don't really know what I was expecting the publishing process to be like. And we definitely had a few bumps along the road, but we've made it. And, and now we're published authors. Like I can't stop saying that. How did things go for you guys? Like, did it go the way you thought it would be? What, what were your guys' expectations for publishing, if any? I guess in my head, I thought it was going to be in some way more linear, like do this thing by this day, do this thing by this day, do this thing by this day. But it felt a lot less linear and a more like a squiggly line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the product yeah. is there and that that's the amazing thing. The product is there. It came together and we are published authors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I definitely expected more like 
structured hand holding because <laughs> I'm like, I've never written a book. I don't know what I'm doing. And we just had so much freedom, freedom. that I think that, uh, that I definitely wasn't ready for. I'm like, what do you mean? I get to decide like all of this stuff. Don't you just tell me what to do and I do it. And the writing part, I don't know. I just expected it to be such a like okay here's my first draft okay and then we're gonna do the second draft and then the third and it was like I also just sat down and like poured it out Mm -hmm. and then I'm like well you know little tweaks here and there or whatever but I mean you can't really I feel like our stuff is so informative and like experience-based like there's not really much tweaking we're gonna do like this is how it is and what we do and how this works and um yeah so it's been very different but um yeah we're here (laughs) yeah Yeah, we are I mean and it happened so fast that's the other thing I think when I Mm -hmm. think about previously if I thought about writing a book I was like oh this is a long endeavor it's gonna take over a year and we knocked this thing out in a few months and it's high quality, you know what I mean? Like it's a really, I read it to myself. Sometimes I'm like, Hey, let me think about this. What's I have this challenge. Let me go back and check on like what Mickey and Megan said about the challenge. Um, and so I think it's, it's just so interesting how quickly we were able to pull it together to your point, Mickey, though, we do all have, it's based on our experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, um, I'm such like a rule follower. And so but I'm also a really creative person. So to have like so much creative freedom it felt like are you sure like (laughs) who am I to be able to just make these decisions (laughs) like oh right I'm a published author I can make these decisions for my book it just I don't know I I I don't know what I expected but it definitely I mean creatives all put together collaborating all over the like email and zoom and so many different schedules it I mean yeah, it just was so exciting and stressful and fun and stressful <laughs> and it's just all over the place. And it's so cool to see yeah. like our labor come out into something tangible, which I cannot mm-hmm. wait to get my dang hands on it. Yeah. Me uh, too. Okay. So let's talk about inspiration for our parts of the book since, you know, we're all so different. We covered such a wide variety of topics. How did each of you guys choose what parts you wanted to touch on? Because we touched on so, so many things. Um, I'll go first with where I came up with what I wanted to talk about. And it's just like, I am obsessed with talking about how you can be a working mom with a child. Like for me, for so long, that was such a foreign concept that you had to be one way to be seen as a professional, to be seen as an expert. And if you had a child in the mix, you were no longer seen as that expert. So you had to hide the fact that you were a mom. You had to separate your life. Like that is something I'm so passionate about. So I wanted to talk about all of the pieces that went into that for me as I journeyed into motherhood. My daughter is only three now. And so like a lot of that was so fresh and I wish that I would have had something like this to read when I was battling that identity crisis, when I was figuring out what to do with a newborn. And even now, you know, figuring out what to do with a toddler beyond. It's so nice to see your guys' perspective with moving ahead with older kids and all of that. So I just kind of wanted to make sure that if any woman parent was in that position that I felt as I was becoming a mom, I could give them something to help them get through that. 
I think for me, it was, and it's so interesting because we do have different perspectives, right? So for me, it was really about, I believe that work-life balance is a myth and it sets us up for failure. And so I really wanted to share everything about finding work-life harmony, finding joy across all areas of your life, um, you know, the time management techniques, because what worked for me before kids didn't work for me after. And the more women I talk to, the more I find that's the case of so sharing you know, how do you evolve and, and change those time management te uh, techniques to meet your, your new needs and your new life? How do you find joy in, in working and in being a mom without having guilt about enjoying either one, right? So those are the things that really drove me and what I wanted to share because I think that a lot of us have to work and some of us want to work. And it's really important that in either case, we enjoy our jobs and we have ownership over our careers because you spend so much time at work and that time is time away from your babies. And that is, it's a big decision to do both things, right? And so just trying to make sure that people are set up for success and you're not set up for success if you're looking for work-life balance, because honestly, like, what are you even trying to balance? Like, it's not your time, it's not your energy. Work-life balance makes work one thing and life another, but life is so many more things than just one. Mm -hmm. um, so I really wanted to share tips on helping people find, um, I guess, that joy across all areas. And then also the tips that help people to have a voice about being a mom at work, mm -hmm. because I feel that it actually adds a lot of value to your place of employment when you become a mother. Um, there are tons of transferable skills mm -hmm. that happen to develop significantly when you become responsible for another life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's overlooked in the workplace. And so sharing those tips on how you can define that yes. and, and help you to own your career through it. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, a lot of my ideas just came from like stuff that I wish I knew, um, struggling with like parenthood and then also trying to maintain and grow a small business at the same time, like as staying home, raising kids was such a, so hard for me. And I just, I needed, I needed this kind of support and Oh, I wish I would have had a guidebook. Like, I just love that we have done this so much. Um, and a lot of the chapters I wrote deal with um, like mental health and um, family things with older kids, which are just things that I'm really passionate about and that are super personal to me. Um, I think parenthood can be so isolating, um, especially if you're working from home or staying home or I mean, just in general, it's so, can be so isolating. And for me that, that like isolation really brought forward mental health issues that I didn't realize that I had before. Um, I guess sitting around and only talking to toddlers for like five years really drew it out of me, but, um, but we need to like remove those stigmas and everyone is going through something or other and being not afraid to talk about it just is, I feel like it's a way to heal also you're you know getting rid of the like scary taboo part of it and like yeah this is normal this is not that uncommon and you can get through it and supporting each other in that way is just so important 
Yeah, I think that that's a piece that when people think about like, okay, working and parenting, they don't really think of mental health like upfront. And so I think it's really special that this guide actually goes there because it is, like you said, such a big piece of doing both of those things, you know? So let's, um, in the spirit of keeping things real, let's talk about what our favorite part of writing the book was. And then because writing a book is so much freaking harder than I thought it was going to be, like what our least favorite parts about writing the book were. I can, I can go with my favorite part was actually creating the outline of all the challenges. I really like thinking about like, Hey, here are all the different solutions that we can provide. Here's all the different things that women are going through that parents are going through and really kind of through that learning both Maggie and Mickey, your, your experience and your perspective, because we all added different challenges to the book. So that was, that was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I, 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 not to just like take your answer, but yeah, I think I totally agree. It, it is really cool to, okay. These are the things that I can think of are a big priority. And then seeing what you guys put, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that thing. Oh, that good point. Like this too. Like there's no way that my brain could come up with all of those things. And I think, yeah, the combination of the three just makes it such a comprehensive guide. Yeah. My favorite part was after like writing so we so we wrote out all the challenges that we were going to have right at the table of contents and then we divvied them up of who wanted to write what and then we just all went to work on our chunks of the book and we didn't see what the other people were doing at that time like it was really just like sit down mm-hmm. write yours and then we're going to throw them all together and see what happens and I think my favorite part is when we threw them all together and I was reading them and I'm like wait, did I write that or did, okay, no, that was Whitney, but oh, look at these tips. I never thought about that. Like, that's amazing. But the voices of all of us sounded so similar with just like new, incredible tips. It was so fun. Just like seeing how things meshed because they just Mm -hmm. meshed like without much tweaking on our ends, they just went together so well. I think my least favorite part, and this is something that I'm working on is I'm not good at constructive criticism I'm not good at any criticism even if it's constructive so when we got like some of the reviewers comments back I'm like no that no it has to be like this because this is what we decided and I had a really hard time like swallowing what some of the um critiques were saying when they came back but that's that's not the worst thing (laughs) yeah I think my least favorite part um would be the cover <laughs> like, oh. I don't even want to say it. <laughs> yes. we just really the three yeah we just it took some many drafts to get to where we are and I think it's something that all three of us are very happy and proud about and excited for and I'm glad that we got there in the end it just was a long bumpy road yeah that was gonna be my hot mess moment like I <laughs> all the gloves were off on some of those cover drafts like you should have heard the behind the scenes were even worse like whoo but we got there yeah yeah that that was struggling I think for me my the part that was hardest for me that I didn't like the most was I didn't realize we had to reach out to so many different people for support Mm -hmm. people to edit to review to provide feedback just it was a lot of reaching out to folks and I'm just not good at reaching. I love to delegate. Like I am the queen of delegation. I got a course on delegation. Like I can delegate like nobody's business, 
but reaching out to someone to say, Hey, can you just do this favor for me? Mm-hmm. is really, really hard for me. Like hard really time. hard for me, especially because I feel like this last year I've burnt out a lot of favors. I've been, I've been needing a lot from my community um, just cause it's been a lot of a year. And so that part was my least favorite part was like, Oh, here I go asking for more for people again, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. That part was kind of hard for me too, but, but we did it. And we did it. And now we're published authors. And we're published authors. Okay. <laughs> I want to wrap things up with a couple quick games here. And then we'll go into our hot mess moments because I'm not letting you guys get out of here without a hot mess <laughs> moment. So we're going to do just like a little rapid fire and a would you rather, but it's going to be related to the topic. So um, just like blurt out the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, okay. So one piece of advice that you would offer someone who is trying to find balance between business and parenthood. Stop trying to find balance. Yes. Uh, buy our book. Buy our book. Yes. <laughs> what Mickey said, actually, what Mickey said. Uh, go to mom hack. Uh, a messy bun. Yes. Keep clothes in the car. Ooh, yes. that's a good one. I'm thinking like travel potty for yourself. <laughs> yes. That's real. Yes, it is. Uh, easy time management hack. Say no to more things. Ooh, I like that. Um, a pl- use a planner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plan it out the night before. First thing you do in the morning. Take a shower. Drink water. Actually, I lied. Get on my phone. <laughs> Check my notifications because I cannot have notification bubbles. <laughs> yes, I get sadly. I'm back on the phone thing. Get on my phone first thing in the morning. Do not clear my notification bubbles. <laughs> Last thing you do before bed. Pray. Um either let's see. I'm trying to think. Like, oh my God, what do I do before bed? usually clear my notifications <laughs> so I can sleep with a clear mind. <laughs> I sense a theme with you, Mickey. I, sense I know <laughs> those bubbles drive me crazy. I feel like mine's like nudge my husband to stop snoring. <laughs> <laughs> How do you handle an inconsolable kid on a work call? Ooh. Me mute. <laughs> mute I was just like turn off the video. I was like yeah. video off, video off. Mute. Yeah. Yeah, mute. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> quick strategy for the nap time hustle mine is I make a to-do list like earlier in the day and I just say okay I'm gonna accomplish as many of these as I can to beat the clock the clock being the kid I would just say try to keep them napping for as many years as possible Mm -hmm. that makes sense I think I just try to have a list of all the little things I need to get done and then just tick it off as much as I can. Yeah. When you're racing against that clock it is like, it's incredible what you can get done. <laughs> Number one tip to clock off work. Put your phone down. Put your phone down. Create a buffer. Nice. Like that. Favorite self-care activity. Pedicures. Screaming into the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mine's running. Um, talk about kids at work. Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. L- yes. In a limited fashion for me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Would you rather Zoom or in person? In person. Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> like, I hate in person now. <laughs> Phone call or text? Text. 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 Uh, email or Slack? Slack. Email? Slack. 
I love Slack. I'm obsessed with it now. <laughs> um, business casual or casual, 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 yeah. casual, put out a work fire or put out a tantrum work fire, All day. Oh, yeah. work, fire. <laughs> work from home or work from the office. Oh, from home. Mm, I'm going to say from the office. I'm going to say from the office too, because I love to like, oh, I have to go to work. It's a, yeah, it's like a little break. (laughs) That's something, a whole nother thing. Uh, DIY or outsource? Outsource. (laughs) We are so opposite. I wish I could outsource, but I'm so controlling over things. DIY. (laughs) Play date or work happy hour? Play date Mm. could involve wine. Hmm. I'm gonna say happy hour because like just having the uninterrupted time with adults is really nice yeah I'm gonna say play date because I spend so much time with my colleagues and co-workers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say play date as well because I don't know how to be alone with an adult anymore And to your okay. point, playdates can have wine True. and bourbon. Yes. Yeah, exactly. really. Okay, so would you rather your laptop die or your kid's tablet die? Kid's tablet. Kid's tablet. Mm-hmm. I need my laptop. Yep, yeah. same. And then angry partner or angry boss? Oh, angry boss. Mm, yeah, my answer say boss too. Yeah, eh, I kind of think angry partner because I'm my own boss. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I have for that. Thank you guys for playing. I just thought yeah. that'd be fun to kind of get to know each other a little mm-hmm. bit more. And so we're going to wrap things up here. This is a big deal. We're freaking published authors. <laughs> so before we go and before we get into our hot mess moments, like, what is up for what's coming up for you guys new programs maybe another book up your sleeves more collabs it just feels so unreal like there's so many things we can do from this point what do you guys have in the works well i'm super excited in october i'm going to start launching vip days yes because what i found is i do coaching but i can only take on a set number of clients each um each quarter And I feel like I'm not reaching as many women. And by doing VIP days, I'll actually be able to reach more women. Um, So I'm really excited about that. And I know that they're going to get faster results from spending a VIP day with me than coaching over the course of time. Um, So I can't wait to launch my VIP days in October. Uh, The theme is going to be thriving in and out of the office. Ooh, I love that. I love in the book, you had a lot of good tips, like the getting ready in the morning and things like that, like outside of just office, which I really thought was cool. So I love that. That's the theme too. Nice. Uh, Let's see. For me, um, I am just adjusting to working outside of the home full time. It's so opposite of what I'm used to so um yeah just kind of juggling my kids with their busy sports schedules and all of that and then getting up and going to work every day which is still so exciting and like hasn't lost the novelty factor I'm like (laughs) yay I get to pick up my real clothes and put makeup on every day um this is only a temporary position so I'm hoping that it will um I don't know just keep me going and motivated towards figuring out what my what my thing is if it's not this and um 
yeah, I'm hoping to focus a little more on my Instagram, which I use like as a blog and really expand that too. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. I love that. I am fully intending on becoming like a huge diva after this and the walking around published <laughs> author. Hello. Nice to meet you. I'm a published author. I'm I'm like, we should get kidding. t-shirts that say yeah. published author. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Yes. I love it so much. Um, I don't know though. I just feel like this has opened a lot of doors for my confidence. I feel like I would love to write another book and like, mm-hmm just maybe something that is so much deeper and is more of like a generic kind of format. Um, really like pour my heart and mind out into some pages. Um, I, during this time, like submitted a blog post to scary mommy and they published it. So that was like, I got published there and now I have a published book coming out. So like, what's next for me with, with my writing? Like, I just want to keep going um yeah just a big confidence booster so I'm I'm super excited about that but all right so just because we're published authors doesn't mean that we're not hot messes (laughs) so this is the time the moment of the show where I ask my guests to open up about a time that you've been a total hot mess because we've all been there so (laughs) you both got to do it Mickey I know you used to be on the other side of this I know oh gosh um, I'll go first because mine is like mild <laughs> for once. <laughs> like I had a couple to pick from. Um, I like I'm just trying to imagine. Okay, when was the last time I was really sweaty from being stressed <laughs> out? Okay, let's pick that. So um, our kids have only been in school. They had last week was their first like full day, full week. Um, and my son's a first grader, and they're just exhausted by the end of the day. Um, and he was supposed to have flag football practice. So they get out of school just before four and then he has practice at six till seven. It's just asking so much of kids. <laughs> so it's so like, okay, at home, getting all ready. We drive to the, to the middle school where the practice is. We get there and then he doesn't want to get out of the car. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like what's up? And then he's like, oh, some kids mean to me, which... It, uh, I would be concerned about, but he was making, like, not making it up, but like just grabbing for, grasping for straws about why not to get out of the car. So he's crying. I'm like trying everything I can think of to get him out. I'm like, open the car. I'm like, okay, well, we're just going to go out there and wait for you. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, oh, let's do like, okay, I'll hug you. Oh, like, it's okay, buddy. Come on. And then I'm like calling his dad. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I can't get him out of the car. And we were in the parking lot for probably 20 minutes. And I just had to turn around and go home because I'm like, I'm not going to drag him out screaming. And I think he's just exhausted. Like, you know, it's not it's not that important um just like being I'm like we're so close and we like rushed and had dinner and did everything to get ready to get to this point and he won't get out of the car so yeah it was it was a lot it wasn't like my fault at least you know the hot mess situation but like being in it I was like please don't let any other parents be in this parking lot (laughs) like just don't look over here don't ask why he's not joining practice just let us go oh my gosh Nice. That's funny. Thanks for sharing. I feel like a lot of us have been in that situation. (laughs) Yeah. You just can't make them do things sometimes. No, no, you cannot. (laughs) So my hot mess moment, I was on a call. Well, I scheduled to be on a call, let's just say at 8.30 AM. And it was 
myself, right, and I run customer support for a multi-billion dollar business, and I had a business partner. We were doing an intro call. They're a billion-dollar business, so a pretty big call, right? It was the CEO of the call. We're like two, two big powerhouse kind of people calls, and my son, the three-year-old, was home because he had not been feeling good all weekend. He had been a little bit sick. So he's just running around, you know, he's in his, I don't like clothes phase. Um, <laughs> so he's just running around, you know, butt naked. And he crawls up on me just before the call starts at like, let's just say 828. And he sits on me and like, we give a little cuddle because I don't turn on the camera until exactly the time. And I just hear, <sighs> and he goes, mama that was a big fart. And I was like, son, that was more than a fart. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was a literal hot, stinky mess. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did getting you have to this just call. sit there? You had to just sit there with it? No. Well, thankfully my team. So it was like my leadership team with their team. And I was like, let's, let's open this call with introductions. I'll be on camera in a moment. Why don't we go around the room and I'll end? Nice. And so I <laughs> So nice. I'm like trying to find my husband and like wipe myself off all <laughs> before they get through the introductions. Thankfully, it was like 15 people, which is a good 20, 30 minutes of introduction time. Um, yeah. So I was not able to shower, but I definitely was able to clean myself up. My gosh, nice. That's like too classic. I love it. Oh Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Working from home with children. Uh-huh. All right. Well, this has been so fun. I'm so so excited. I cannot wait for this book to come out on the 28th of September. So just a few days from now. And if you want to get your hands on a copy, reach out to any of us in a minute here, Mickey and Whitney are going to let you guys know where you can find them. You can reach out to me. We can get you a copy. I'm sure there's going to be some fun giveaways, all sorts of stuff happening, but you want to get your hands on this book. If you listen to this podcast, chances are that you are a working mom. You want to get your hands on this book. There's going to be something in there that is going to be a huge takeaway for you in your life and your business. So we would love for you to have this. We'd love for you to support us. We're so excited. This is a huge deal. Be nice to us, please. We're super vulnerable. <laughs> this is a really big deal. But with that, unless you guys have any final thoughts, we're going to wrap it up. But before we do, just let everybody know where they can find you guys. You can find me anywhere you Google The Savvy Working Mom. Facebook, Instagram, my podcast, and uh, the blog are all The Savvy Working Mom. Yay. Um, I'm just on Instagram at fixer ups and sippy cups. Um, I have like a personal Facebook if you want to be friends. <laughs> Otherwise that's, a, that's about You want to be friends with her. Out. Trust me. She's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and the next time you hear from me, I'll be a published author. <laughs> right ladies? Yes. yes. Three normal ladies turned into published authors. We're signing <laughs> off. <laughs> Awesome. Well, until next week, you've got this mama's stay bossy. Thank you for listening to boss ladies and babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate review and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at boss ladies and babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community coaching, merch, and more at boss ladies and And until next time, stay bossy.